you, Lord. Now, we could, we could just go on this way um, for the rest of the night, and that would be fun. And, um, but I just I had a sense in my heart as I was praying over the service tonight that there was, there was a little bit of teaching that I just felt like the Lord would have me to share tonight. So thank you, worship team. We just bless you. Um, it is such a privilege and it's such an honor. We're, we're so blessed to have a worship team like we do who just flow with the Holy Spirit and, and are willing to just, you know, kind of dive right in there. And even when I throw them a song, they didn't get a chance to practice. <laughs> they're, they're so gracious to, to just jump right in. Um, and so, Father God, we bless our worship team tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, God, you are so good. I'm just going to pray as they pull up the message. And um, So, Father God, we just thank you for your word tonight. We thank you, Lord, for... Uh, we just believe we receive, Father, uh, revelation and understanding and um, that you just help me as I teach to, with the right examples and uh, just to, to communicate this, Father, in a way that's clear. Lord, I just, again, I just thank you. I just give you all the praise and the honor and glory, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, wow, it is just so good to be in his presence tonight and to be with him. So... Um, I just, this is just short, you know, as um, my wife's not here tonight, but, but Jody would tell you that short for me is other people's long, so <laughs> it may take me a long time to say it, but really this is a simple thing tonight. So um, anyway, so uh, I just want to share, this is, this is kind of my teaser title, but we'll just go ahead. If you're I, be single. Um, I just want to share a scripture. This, this, uh, I grew up reading the Bible and, and having the Bible preached to me in King James. And so I'm sharing it from that first, but I will go to other translations that are different. But, but I just, um, the scripture is just from part of the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus is teaching. And it's just kind of in with a lot of other things. And, you know, I'm not going to put it in context tonight. I'm just going to pull these two verses out. Uh, Matthew 6.22 and Matthew 6.23. So um, the first verse, 22, says, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. So, um, and if your eye be evil, this is the next verse, your whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? So um, in... In, in hearing this and, and reading it, here it is from another translation. And we'll go ahead and read it. It says, the eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you in darkness, how great is the darkness? So um, for whatever reason, as I was just praying over the service tonight, this scripture came to my came to mind, and, and it's like, okay, Lord, so, and and just some things about it. So I just want to share. Uh, but I don't know about you, but uh, whenever I've heard this scripture, it's just kind of like, shoo. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, okay, let's move on to something else. Let's, maybe I can understand that. You know, it's like, what? You know, a single eye. What's that? You know, what? You poke poke yourself in the other eye. What's going on? You know. Uh, then there's the bad or the evil eyes, you know, and it's like, ooh, you know, what's that about? And then there's the light and the darkness. And so 
uh, the Lord kind of cleared that up, and, and um, I just want to share just a couple thoughts tonight. It's super simple. Now, um, uh, I'm going to be sharing just similar to what I did Sunday, where I you know pull out a little definition here or there from the Greek. But I wanted to share tonight and take just a moment to to tell you this is I'm not smart. I don't know Greek. I never learned it in school or anything. Um, but there's this wonderful uh, blue letter Bible is what it's called. And you can find it on the Internet. Just type in Blue Letter Bible, and it'll pop up. You can get it for your phones. I'm pretty sure whether you're iPhone or Apple or Android or whatever phone you have, you can get it on your phone. And you can do everything that that I'm going to show you tonight you can do on your phones. So if you're one of those people that likes to dig a little deeper, it's a really, really great resource. Now, in the olden days, uh, some, some of you that still have your lap Bibles, you know, in the back, a lot of them have some really good definitions or, you know, dictionaries. I had one Bible that had numbers all over the words, you know, so you would just turn to the number of whatever was over the word you were looking or curious about. And it was the Strong's reference numbers. Anybody remember the old Strong's concordances, the great big books? And so that's what I used to do. Um, but this is so much easier with just a couple of clicks, you know. <laughs> anyway, so Blue Letter Bible. So um, now I apologize. This is really, really small, but it gives you this ton of information more than you'd ever want. Um, so like we, if you click on just this one verse of Matthew, this is just 622. Uh, it's again, I can't tell what it is. Maybe your eyes are better than mine, but <laughs> I have an enlarged one on the next slide. But so it has all these top t- uh, tabs. Go back to the first one though. I want to talk about it first. You can see all the colored little tabs at the top. That's commentaries. That's other people's ideas of what it says. It's, you know, so there's all this resources. If, if you're not sure what the scripture is, you can see, well, well, what does this person say it is? You know, which I, I don't often recommend that because it can get really confusing. <laughs> but, uh, but th- this page that I'm showing you is the where it shows just the Greek. It has on the right, it has the English words. You can go to the next slide. It has the English words, and then it has in the middle the Strong's number for those that know about the Strong's Concordance. It's just a, a book that has all, every every word in the Bible is given a number, and then, you know, so if that word is the same one used over, then it has the same number, even if it's translated different in our English. And then it gives you the Greek words, Greek spelling, and the Greek pronunciation. So anyway, so that's where I got this information. Just shared that for anybody that came up the other day. Somebody was like, what did you know? Anyway, go ahead. So let's go back. And with I'm not going to go into all that detail of what the Greek words were. But, you know, and you can see it, the, the NASB. This is the King James Version. But the, the New American Standard Bible already translated some of these words. Um, but some of them, it didn't try to translate them exactly. But I'm just going to try to explain it tonight. So verse 22, it says the light, the lamp, or the candle. Okay, so think flashlight. Think think a light source. Okay, something that gives off light. Of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye be single, and, and this is was really interesting, it's unfolded or without folds. And we're going to tie that in a little bit later, which is like, okay, you know, Jesus, what are you talking about? But we're going to, we're going to see that. I'm not going to go into that right now. Don't worry. But we will, we will get a picture of that. The whole body shall be full of light. Before you go on, um, something that's important to understand is Hebrew is a very visual language, very visual. And Jesus was not speaking Greek. He was speaking Hebrew. When he was teaching or Aramaic, 
which is like a dialect. And so, but it's visual, pictures. So when you go back into the Hebrew, it's a lot of fun because it will always give you a picture. I'm a visual person. Any visual people in the audience tonight? We like our pictures. Give me a picture. You know, it used to be this big thing, you know, if when you were little, would you be willing to read a book if there were no pictures? You know, <laughs> it's like I was one of those that give me pictures. You know, I love my little Jesus storybook Bible that had pictures and things. You know, I like my pictures anyway, even if they were silly and weren't true or accurate. All right. So let's go on to the next verse. So I want to just add a couple other um, scriptures to help kind of understand when Jesus is speaking, he's he's not just, you know, saying verse this, verse that, you know, and it's this this thing that just floats out in air and is not connected to anything. But he's speaking to a group of people who know their scriptures, who go to the synagogues, who hear the Bible read through. They read it through during the synagogue time. They read it through. So they're familiar. And they would have known Psalm 119, verse 130. Now, what's interesting is folding. Remember the folding? It doesn't make any sense when you translate it out of the English, but it's like, oh, look, there it is again. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. The unfolding of your words gives light. Okay, remember we talked about a light source. And here Jesus identifies, or in the Old Testament identified, the light source is God's word. Okay, go ahead. And then we all, how many people... Uh, grew up on or remember, I'm going to date myself. Um, uh, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And the, I don't even remember. There we go. Yeah, there we go. We got one person. Yes. It was like, were you guys not saved yet? <laughs> oh, you're too young. That's what it is. You guys are too young. There we go. Um, anyway, so that was a very, very popular chorus. Um, so, yes, I'm old. Your, your word, your word, or thy word in the King James is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. So get this idea of God's word being like a light that you can carry with you to show and light up your path. Go ahead. So, so again, um, Jesus is talking to people who have that frame of reference. They're, they understand the word is the light. So uh, the, this was the picture that made it kind of simple for me to help me understand. Please go back because I didn't get it. So, so this is the thing. First, I want to just give you this question, and I know you all know the answer. But if you're in a darkened room, we're in a room. I could turn the lights out. <laughs> we're not going to. If you're in a darkened room and we open the shutters or the curtains, okay? So think of that. In the olden days, they didn't have probably fabric curtains. They probably just had wooden shutters. They may not have even had glass. You know, so they just have this opening that gets closed with a shutter. Um, so it's covering the window, and it's light outside. So you open that, pull back the curtains. What happens? The light comes in. So can it, it starts to begin to make a little bit more sense. Now, okay, we all have shutters over our eyes. Close them, and now open them, okay? And it lets light in, right? So we have these shutters on our eyelids. We have natural shutters. So, um, and so here's just a picture of, of, a, of a, you know, so it's like, okay, the light or the lamp of the body is the eye. The eye is going to allow that light to come in. Our eyes are going to allow that light to come in. And if it's light outside and we open those curtains, okay, and where does the scripture say that light is going to come from? 
I don't have a physical Bible to hold up, but this is not my cell phone, but from the Bible. Okay, I have it on my phone. But So if our eyes are open to the Word of God, that light is going to come in and it's going to go inside us and it's going to give life and light to our life. Okay, so that's the picture. The light and the lamp of our bodies is the eye. We've got to get that word in us. Okay, go ahead. Next slide. Um, if Was that the darkened room and it's dark outside? There we go. If you're in a darkened room and you open the shutters or curtains covering the window, same situation. Got the same window, same shutters and curtains, but it's dark outside. Open them up, what happens? Okay, it's, it's simple, isn't it? It just went right over my head, but boy, when you just stop and look at it, it's like, oh, that's not so complicated after all. So now let's go back to the scripture. And this is a black square. It's kind of hard to see, <laughs> but I put a, a black square. Anyway, so <clears throat> the eye is the lamp of the body. If then your eye is clear, this is a New American Standard Bible, your whole body will be full of light. So now you can get to understand that, that so it's talking about clear, like the curtains are pulled back, like the shutters are open, but the light, The important thing to understand is the light is the word of God. The light is the word of God. It's allowing the light in. It's not like we we have a little button like toys where you push a button and the eyes glow. It's not that picture. It's a picture of windows where you open the curtains and the light comes in. Okay? So then your, your whole body will be full of light. If your eye is bad, okay, so what it's talking about, the badness, shuttered. Your whole body will be full of darkness. If then that light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So um, so when we're thinking about this, the reason I'm sharing this is because, uh, I, I don't remember what the next slide is. Can you go to this? Um, this, uh, this phrase, the Lord speaks to me a lot, the second part of this psalm. And again, you'll see this, I just pulled out a few, but you'll see that consistent theme about God's light, the word of God being light. But this is Psalm 36, verse 9. For with you is the fountain of life, but this thought, this idea, in your light, we see light. In God's light, we see light. So just think about that for a moment. It's only in his light that we really see light. So this is where, um, when you're thinking about situations or problems, go ahead. Uh, If you're dealing with a problem that seems dark and confusing, and and life brings them. We we run into situations, even today, we're dealing with something with Callan. We're just like, okay, why? What's going on here? What's going on? You know, so we, situations arise. And so Jesus is saying here that we have an opportunity to let light in on that problem. And from what we've shared, where's that light going to come from? It has to come from the scriptures. Okay. Um, If we allow that light to come in, but that's going to require work. (laughs) If, if, If this room was dark, and I came in here and I didn't exert the effort to turn the switch on, it's going to stay dark. <laughs> and it's and this is where I know I miss it. Because situations come 
And I don't take the time to pray about it or even ask the Lord or get into the scriptures. That's, <clears throat> I'm ashamed to say it. It's only when I get desperate. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, let's pray. Um, I want to share, uh, I want to share just a couple, couple situations that just, uh, from my own life, just to kind of give some pictures. Uh, I had a situation one time where, um, I, I, you know, in the context of the service, I've already shared that I worked at the boys and girls club. And some of you have heard this before I've shared it in different places, but, um, one of the things that as a nonprofit, people give you donations, kind of like a church, people give donations, you know. And so donations were constantly coming into the Boys and Girls Club. And the Boys and Girls Club, where I worked, had an annual fundraising auction. And so people would donate things that had some value to be auctioned off. And uh, we were in a building. Uh, it, was a, it was a laundry that had been remodeled, but it had an upstairs. And so all this stuff <laughs> went upstairs. And sometimes it got put in the auction and sometimes it didn't. And over time, as I worked there, worked there for many years, I worked there for 12, 12 years, over time I began to see that with that extra stuff that just kind of, it kind of was the attitude of the people who worked there that it was up for grabs. If they didn't use it in the fundraising auction and it's just sitting up there, then, you know, take it. And so I worked in a part of the building where the donations, I had an outside door. And so the people would come to my door sometimes and bring stuff in and it would come through. And when I'm working there, what I watched the other staff, that stuff would come in and it's, it would go with the staff. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't go to the kids or to be used by the kids. It would go with the staff and, and it, it was considered extra. It was just considered, just considered extra. It's just what happens. And so I'm working there and I, I wanted a keyboard, little music keyboard thing, the little electronic things. And so I'm in charge of the room that I'm in charge of and I already have three and I'm letting the kids use them and one more comes in. So I took it home. It was not the nicest one. It was just one of them. You know, they already had three. They, they took the nice one, put it in the auction. The others the kids are using. And I just took one home. It was just extra. That's how I'm thinking. So um, I'll just say this to help us all understand. When the light in you is darkness, you do stuff like that. Was I sh I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. But there might be some people here that when I told that story, something inside you went, hey, wait a second. I'm not sure that's right. There might have been other people when you heard that story. It's like, well, I would have taken the good one too. <laughs> you know, you know it, we're all different. And I'm not condemning anybody or blaming anybody. I'm just going to share a story. What happened to me when the light came in. So I am, at the same time all this is going on, I am praying and I'm, you know, you, you've, everybody, we watch Christian TV and there's a lot of people in there talking about prosperity and blessing. And I'm like, Lord, I want some of that, you know? And, um, as, as the Lord just began to personally deal with me, he showed me that keyboard. I'm like, Lord, what's wrong with that? I used it to play Christian choruses. Yeah, see, Margie says it's good. 
I used it to practice for the worship team. To, to, we got together. She played her guitar. I played my little keyboard. And we learned new songs. It was Christian. It was good, right, Lord? And this is the scripture. And this is the reason why we have to... The, the Lord can remind you of scriptures if you've read them. He can't remind us of what's not inside. You know, so that's why I just like to encourage people to always get in the scriptures. You know, I personally read through the scriptures. I listen to the scriptures, you know, but, but try to do it once a year. It's taken me two years to read through, so I'm a little slow this year. But, but, uh, um, but, but what was in there, and the scripture came to my mind, and it was this. It was provide things honest in the sight of all men. I couldn't tell you where it was. I didn't know where it was in the scripture. In fact, I, I'd probably want to rebuke it if I was like, <laughs> provide things honest in the sight of all men. And I saw that keyboard again. And I'm like, oh, whoever donated that didn't give it to me. And I didn't ask anybody's permission to take it. So it wasn't honest in their sight, even though the people I worked with were okay with it. They're good with it. They know what's going on. And so I packed up my little keyboard and I took it back to work. I'm sharing that because I had some place I wanted to go in the Lord. And the Lord said, you can't go there and leave that place of darkness in your life. You've got to allow his light to shine. And it wasn't just a matter of recognizing, oh, that's how you feel about it, God. Now I know how you feel about it. Was I going to make a change? Was I going to make a change? And so so when I share this, that's how God's word wants to bring light to our lives. We heard tonight about a God who loves us. So much. And his goal and plan and purpose for each one of us is that place of blessing, is living in the light, is not having those areas of darkness. But we have to personally find out what that light is and make the choice that if the Lord kind of takes the flashlight of the word and shines it on a certain area where we've got some darkness, we have to be willing to make a change. It's so hard sometimes. I knew a person that uh, the Lord began to shine light on unforgiveness. You know, I was just in a church. We're all in a church body. And the pastor, the minister just begins to start dealing with, with unforgiveness and how important it is to forgive those that have hurt us. So the light's coming. The light's coming. And this lady stopped coming. <laughs> you know, and I happened to be friends with her daughter. So I still was around her. And I found out why she had been so hurt by her ex-husband. She wasn't willing to forgive. She felt that by, you know, and, and that's what we do. We, we hold on to those areas. We justify it. They hurt me. And I know they did. There was no question about it. But the light said, forgive. And um, it's, it's. So we make those choices. Nobody forces us, you know, Pastor Eric probably would like to. 
<laughs> have a little computer keyboard that he could just program us all. You know, give your tithes, come to church, volunteer in the nursery, you know, and we'd all just come in, and, you know. But uh, it's not that way. God didn't make us that way. We all have our free choice. We all have our free will. And we've got to get into the scriptures. And instead of justifying the darkness, be willing to make a change. Okay, go ahead. I, I don't remember well. Um, now, this is, this is what the danger is in the time and the world that we live in. Now, I, I, I don't know about you, but um, sometimes I can get really frustrated about situations. And so the other day, I didn't consult the light. Forgive me, Lord. I had a situation that's like, uh, so I type in what my problem, what do I do when somebody annoys me, you know, into Google. And I Googled it. And, you know, that's really not a good thing to do. You'll get all kinds of answers. And I did. I got all kinds of answers, you know, from the articles that you pull up that every other word's a cuss word. And it's like, oh, I don't think I better read the rest of that. But there's a lot of darkness out there. We live in a world where darkness masquerades as light. We live in a world where darkness pretends to be light. And it's very confusing. And if we don't know our scriptures, it gets really muddled. We live in a world today, if anybody watched the news today, you, you see this Christian woman who's like, she's trying to do what she believes is right, and the whole world is saying, honey, you got a problem. You know? And, and it's like, but no, it's not her that has the problem. It's the whole world. There's a scripture that says, the whole world lieth in darkness. And if we go out there into that darkness and try to get the answers for our problems. Now, I was in a small struggling church and um, finances were always an issue. And the pastor, I lived above the pastor and the pastor lived down below an apartment. And, and we had neighbors, one that was dealing drugs on this side and the other side, they grew marijuana. And so we're a small struggling church and that was like a cottage industry Let's, you know, we could help the church. Okay, that's darkness thinking. That's darkness thinking. But there's people that they don't even know that's darkness thinking. Their desperation of whatever their need is, is so great. Or whatever their pain is, is so great that, that they don't even think clear. And, and, I, and this is the thing that just begins to break my heart if I begin to think about it. There are so many who have never heard the word. They have no light. There's, there's people out there that even go to church. You can go to church and not get very much light. And, and so there's a lot of people that just don't have light, which makes it really a responsibility for us to be willing to share that or to at least learn it so that we have it to share. But, but we live in a world that's really, really dark. Really, really dark. And we need to be very careful about doing things the world's way. That we live in a time when, when doing that, continuing to do that, 
you know, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I don't know what would have happened if I had kept my keyboard. But later, I probably would have justified something bigger and justified something bigger, and then I probably would have got arrested eventually at some point. Uh, the same Boys and Girls Club I worked at, there was a lady who took money from the Boys and Girls Club and gave it away. She'd even keep it for herself, but she stole it to give. Now, that's some twisted thinking. She went to jail for it, <laughs> but, but that's just what it's like out there. She thought it was the right thing to do, and she wanted to be generous and help people out. <laughs> Here's a big pot of money. I'll just, I have access to it, so here, have some, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> but darkness thinking makes you do really, really strange things. And we all, we all could look around, and, and we've, we know people, we've got family that it's like, why are they doing that? Oh, yeah, that's why. Okay, go ahead. The eye of the lamp is the body. If your eye is clear then your whole body will be full of light. If your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. And, you know, and if you consult the darkness, is really what that's saying. If you, if you go to the darkness to try to get understanding, the light that is in you is darkness. How great is that darkness? You know, you, you may wonder, it's like, how can our politicians do what they're doing? The light in them is darkness. They've gone to colleges that gave them darkness. They grew up in darkness, and they think it's the right thing to do. All right, I don't know. Is there any more slides? Is that it? All right, thank you. All right, well, let's stand tonight. I don't know what situations uh, someone may be facing or what choice or what decision. And and I know that... uh, there's a scripture that says in many counselors there's safety and security. But there's a, I believe, a limit to that. And we really need to be cautious and we really need to be careful. Who are we receiving counsel from? And does that counsel, and this is where we as believers, we have a plumb line or a standard. We have the word of God. And if whatever counsel we're receiving is against the scriptures and against God's word. And and sometimes it is really hard. It is really confusing. There are a lot of life situations that are very difficult and very, it's like, what do I do? But God is faithful. And he he will give us that wisdom. James 1 talks about wisdom. That if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask. And that wisdom that God is going to give it's from his scriptures. It's from his word. It's going to agree with his word. It's going to be have principles, you know. So if it involves lying, cheating, and stealing, and all those kind of things, uh, something's wrong. So Father God, tonight I just lift up your people. Again, I just thank you for each one of them tonight. I thank you, Lord, just for the opportunity to just share a few moments with them, and I thank you so much, Lord, for those places of of worship and and just of of adoration and having you sing back to us, Lord, how much you love us. And so, Father God, wherever and whatever any one of us might be dealing with, Lord, I just pray for that place of understanding your word. Lord, wherever somebody might be struggling with a situation that they're not sure which is the right choice and, boy, should I do this or should I do that? Lord, I pray, Father, that even as I've been ministering and even as, as they go from this place, Lord, that the light of your word 
is going to bring that place of revelation and they'll know this is what I should be doing. This is what I need to do here. And this is what I need to do there. And Lord, I thank you for that. I just believe and receive that kind of understanding, that kind of clarity, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. So, Father God, tonight we just uh, bless our people. Just bless each one, Father, uh, to go in the, uh, the admonition of the Lord and the goodness of God. Lord, I just uh, bless your people tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. It's a few minutes early, so um, go and be blessed.